Hey, Melody. Hey, Peter. What's up, Drew? Hey, how's it going? Going well. Uh, welcome to How College Works. Uh, for us, anyway, welcome back to a new semester. Yeah, I was just, we were just talking before we got started that I am super slammed at <laughs> the beginning of this semester, uh, mostly with that whole uh, service component of being a faculty member and that I've gotten myself onto two committees, which are things I'm interested in, but things which are going to dominate this semester for me <laughs> in a ways that I previously have not been committed. Um, and I think, Melody, you have, you have just moved to a new, new position. I have, and that's also been kind of stressful. I mean, I started in July, but the last few weeks have just been crazy town. Mm. <laughs> and uh, Drew, are you, um, you are not doing anything new? Uh, well, my position is not new, but as, as with every year, we have a new program that we've rolled out to the elementary schools, 11 elementary schools. So that's kind of, yeah, my emergency urgent, <laughs> you know, situation is getting everybody uh, used to this new program that we kind of were uh, needed to be set up for like day three, day four of school for all the elementary students. Nice. So, <laughs> so we're all doing new things. Yeah. So we're all drowning. <laughs> yeah. And we're coming in and then we have all the uh, many, I mean, Melody, you're at the writing center where you're at and you're probably seeing and teaching. And so you're seeing tons of first, uh, first semester, first year students. I'm teaching our uh, first year writing seminar. So I have 10 first year students plus a whole bunch more in astronomy. Uh, so we're seeing a whole bunch of uh, students who are, also drowning like us mm -hmm. so uh so as we're talking about what what shall we talk about it's like okay well how do i mean well i'm i'm just seeing myself getting crushed by my work but i have years and years of sort of perspective and skills on like well, how do i triage how do i prioritize uh what i'm doing so that i am being effective in my job and if i'm going to drop if I'm, going to, if I'm doing the juggling analogy, if I'm going to drop balls from juggling, how do I drop as few as possible? Uh, mm. Whereas my, my students, especially my, my first-year students, they don't really have all those skills. So how do we get them there? Is that about right? Yeah, well, I guess I want to like almost reframe and say, as we've talked about over and over on, on this podcast, is our, our students moving up to first-year college they do have those skills for a different system. Mm -hmm. They've got yeah, that you're right. triage. They've got that uh, filter, what's important, what's not important, up through 12th grade. Uh, and it's not the same system. So they are new skills. They, you're right. They don't have the skills to, per se, uh, not all of them anyway. I shouldn't say everybody. But um, to decide what's urgent, what's emergent, what is back burner, back shelf, you know, mm -hmm. uh, set aside. You know, yeah, I want to get my syllabus from every single class and start filling in my calendar, but do I have to have that finished by noon on Monday, right? Right, right. That kind of thing. Um, and so, yeah, some of those skills are, are overlapped from, from the high school that they've carried in, or, or one hopes, anyway. <laughs> yes, well, yeah, one hopes. Although, it, it, for some students, it is sort of kind of brand new, the high, the high school 
their high school experience didn't require that level of organization. And so coming into college is, is a much bigger step up. I, certainly I felt for me that coming to college was a bigger step up than it was for my wife. who was like, not at the time. She's not, she's my wife now, but she was like, yeah, this is just like high school. It's like, are you crazy? <laughs> How is this just like high school? I'm dying here. You know, she's like, no, no, it's fine. It's like, oh, oh. yeah. Yeah, it differs by the high school that you went to. And it's not to say that we went, that you and I went to a high school that was not um, stringent or I th- the word nowadays is rigorous or anything, but the level of effort I had to put into to, um, scheduling mm-hmm. my own time was not yeah. the same as you know, other students who had an easier transition because they had already been used to scheduling their own time. So... How do, we, how do we help them sort of, or how do we signal to them how to identify, you know, what, what, what is a now task, what is a soon, and what is a later? I usually just try to tell them. <laughs> like for my classes, you know, and I'm like, okay, here's what I want you to worry about. Here's what's like on your radar, but not maybe not necessarily like a freak out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But not everybody's going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem, right? It's and true. then everything sort of seems immediate, um, and they have all of this homework, and they don't know, well, I had to do all of it. All of it's equally important, and that might not be the case. So I know it's boring to go over the syllabus those first few days of class, but paying attention, I think, to which things are graded and which things are not, mm-hmm. and um, also okay. knowing what works for you as a learner, because like you might not get points for something, but you might need the practice, those kinds of issues. And like the weights, um, like knowing how much homework is weighted versus like exams and those kinds of things, just in terms of if you're having, if you're juggling and you have a lot of balls in the air, it's sometimes nice to know which ones would have the minimal effect if you had to drop one, right? Right. So Drew, we, we dropped you, but you're back. So yeah, I'm, I'm back. <laughs> uh, you know, Melody was saying, I was like, so how do we, how do we help them gain this perspective? You know, to, because you say they already have these skills. So, like, so how do we help them get to where they need to be? Melody's yeah. like, well, I tell them. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, so, you know, the idea is generalizing this skill from high school to a college spot. And yeah, absolutely. Day one to be able to say, this is important put this, you know, make this happen before this week. And this is less important. Make it happen before next month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's good. And Melody, you mentioned a few things, which I think I learned to intuitively do, but sort of making those explicit is a good idea. So which classes are most important? I mean, not what should you enjoy most, but which are most important? What is your major? What are your general educations that are not yeah. really substitutable? Mm-hmm. You know, what are your general educations or electives that if you needed to cut something, you could take it another time, even if you really enjoy it. So then comes sort of the next level of within a class, what, uh, what are the biggest parts of the class? And this, for me, I get, I'm really easy to get, uh, lose a forest for the trees, which in this case means uh, be focusing on the thing I'm doing right now and lose focus on the broader, broader picture of 
what it is overall that I need to get done. And yeah. So, so the way I'm hearing that is kind of compartmentalized, but don't compartmentalize to where you're stuck in one room. Yeah. Sort of like, I like being able to say, I want to set a time limit. I'm going to, I'm going to do, you know, class a for this hour and a half or this hour or this two hours. And then at the end of that, I'm going to go eat dinner and, and, and take a look at my big picture or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. So that you come back and look at the big thing. So you, you're talking about like, do I need to get my entire schedule in to my calendar by noon on Monday? Well, that would be me like staring at this you know, tree and the analogy, but like, can we get this done? It's important to have this. It's like, is it really that important? Or should I be looking at what classes yeah. I have in the afternoon and if there's anything I need to prep for that? I, I got to say like in the job that I work in now, so I'm not teaching in the classroom anymore, but um the, the people come to me and ask me for, you know, this project or that project, it's, whether it's websites or spreadsheets or database. And it's difficult for me to gauge from the way they're speaking, how important it, it, it is. So I always explicitly ask, and maybe this is a student skill, I don't know, to turn around and say, what is your time scale on this? What is your time expectation on this project? So that mm -hmm. I know where to put it in my day or where to put it in my week. Can I wait on this till Thursday till I have time? Cause inevitably mm -hmm. somebody comes to me and I'm in the middle of a, of another project. So right. I can stop if this is the principal or this is the assistant superintendent, I'm going to stop what I'm doing and work on that project. Or, you know, if it's like change an email on the website, can that wait till Thursday? Maybe it's okay. Um, and so I, I end up having to ask explicitly like, Yes, I can take care of this for you. What is your time scale so that me and the other person both have the same expectation? Because it's not like my job has a syllabus where I have due dates. <laughs> so I have to like explicitly set due dates with that person. Like what, what did, when do you need this by? I can definitely take care of it, but I want everybody to smile and be satisfied with the, the speed, speediness of my completion, you know? Right, exactly, exactly. Uh, so... Yeah, you're, as you say, like the syllabus is supposed to do that, at, at least to some extent, say, here's when this is due, here's when this is due. Um, and so that is an important thing to, to capture and to have into a calendar that you can look at probably a couple times a week and looking for the coming week. <laughs> you're like, what is it coming next week so that I can prepare for that? Um, as, and you have to sort of structure that on your own, which is can be kind of a difficult thing to learn <laughs> you know to be to remember be like okay great yes when <laughs> you know <laughs> work on that um yeah so i make use of well i'm using an outlook calendar now i was a, a pretty um avid google calendar person until recently um and i always look to see what's coming up in the next week but i'm kind of like a one week at a time kind of person Mm -hmm. So if I know that there's something like I'm doing like an article review and so I put the reminder in to give me a notification two weeks before it's due and one week before it's due because looking at it and seeing that it's due like on Tuesday and I don't look at it until Sunday night, that's not enough for me. Right. Yeah. So making use of some of those tools that we have access to that are free that can kind of, I mean, you have to learn how to use them, but they're really helpful for me. Like for the most part, almost anything, I only need a couple days advance notice, but there are some projects that I really need like those bigger reminders two and three weeks out. So I kind of try to set those up for myself that way. That's true. And if you're using a, a, a digital 
like Outlook or Google or iCal, uh, then you can, when you put those uh, projects in, it's all like homework is due on, like my homeworks are almost all due on Wednesday. Homework is due on Wednesday. Like if I was a student and I was thinking ahead, to be like, yeah, remind me four days ahead of time. So it's like Sunday or Saturday, maybe five days so that I can, I can see that at the time when I have to work on it or if it's a bigger project or me a week ahead of time. So I can yeah. see it coming. So you can put that into the, if you're using digital, if you're not using digital, just go ahead and flip back a, oh, a page or, or right. a week, you know, and put it in like, you know, coming up, blah, 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 you know, put it in somewhere. So you catch it that week ahead of time in whatever you're using to make that, that calendar for yourself. Mm. Yeah. And we have so many tools now that, that, serve this purpose that is for me, it's like, it's important that it's all in a single place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can't um, go into multiple things. Yeah. And I know like right. some businesses, some people, uh, families I've even heard of using like Trello and those kind of little tools that are like scheduling and project, uh, yeah. tools. Those are great, but I just need it all in one place. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, if I was using more doing stuff that was more, of a project that I felt needed multiple aspects of it. I mean, I have a Trello account. I don't really use it, but I fiddled around with it. But mostly Google Calendar is sort of where I live. Things go into Google Calendar, and that's sort of what I'm looking at uh, as I go through my day. I also do a bullet journal type thing, so I'm a little split in that I have electronic stuff and paper stuff, but they serve different purposes. So like the electronic pieces for like, like reminders and like appointments and those kinds of things. And then the paper is for like my, my to-do list for that day. That doesn't need to go into my calendar necessarily. Like I needed to read the piece that I'm going to teach tomorrow. And I just wanted to write that down and then mark it off when I was done, you know, Mm -hmm. those kinds of things. So I kind of have two methods, but it took me a long time to figure out how to balance those two things and also what worked best for me. And so I would encourage students to try out different things. And if it's something's not working or it's, you know, it's not giving you what you need, try another platform, try another way. Yeah. Yeah. Because something's going to work and some combination of something is going to work, but you're going to have to figure that out. I I find that interesting because I also have uh, several, more than one little tiny notebook and, and each one of them is for a different, like I've got one just for website, projects and one for, you know, my curriculum projects and whatever that I, and I've seen this uh, bullet journal described. I don't quite do it exactly like that, but I, <laughs> I, I find that really fascinating. Like I, I'm in the tech department and every single one of us walks around with a, a paper notebook right. to write stuff down. And then we're still like on the phone, Hey, uh, set a reminder for blah, blah, blah. But you know, there's certain things that have to go in the notebook and then you flip it back open after lunch and, and just remind yourself to stick it on the, on the calendar. And again, like you said, if it's adding work, then don't do it. If, if this is speeding up so that I don't forget, um, then, then that's why I use it because sometimes it's, it's faster for me to write it down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have the same thing. I have notes that I write by hand. I have a little, uh, free sort of, I guess it's an app, um, uh, that I that I use Drew you're also on it but you're never on <laughs> that one uh, to give me like because I use it to give like daily what I need to do today and the list gets super long and I tick through all these little things as I go and I get this feeling of accomplishment like I'm yes, picking yes. up all these tasks you know and then of course at the end of the day I was like 
because it's a little sort of gamification. So it's like massive XP. It was like, yes, you know. Oh yeah, I do. I do like that one. And that one, that one became a chore to me. The one you're talking about. As, yeah, when it's a chore, it's no good. You know. Yeah. You know, and I was just when you come, you know, I'm just logging in for the sake of logging in. It's like, well, I've just added more work to myself. So I stopped using that. And right. uh, yeah, as you as you should. <laughs> I'll be back to it next year. I'm sure. No worries. Well, and I don't know. So I kind of do some of the bullet journal stuff, um, like with the bigger things. Uh, like, so you're supposed to be like a month, like, oh, the month of September, which I just realized I haven't done yet, even though it's the third. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> and so you kind of map out like the bigger projects for the month. And then like, I kind of flip back to that monthly page just to kind of see, okay, is there anything that I can get done today that contributes to my overall monthly to-do list, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so that's kind of what I do on a daily basis. But like, I also need that digital calendar to tell me where I'm going at what time, right. <laughs> which is right. different from keeping track of, oh, I need to, um, you know, make sure and submit my my writing center tutors timesheets today. You know, like that's, sometimes I'll put that on the calendar, but I also need to write it down. I mean, for me, they, they one serves like scheduled things that I physically mm -hmm. need to be at, and the other is unscheduled things, but they need to get done. You know, so it's right. Yeah, that makes sense. So you know what I have stuck, speaking of this triage and, and skill set, is I have two items stuck in front of my desk, you know, behind my computer on the little pegboard wall. And one of them is the, if you Google search for Truman Decision Matrix, Okay. It's not actually Truman. It might be Eisenhower. I don't remember. But it's also not actually his. And it's just that what's, you know, what's urgent, what is uh, a waste of time, what is important but not urgent and not important and not urgent. You know, it's this little uh -huh. uh, uh, four square of where does this, where does this item fit? Ah. Um, and I have another one. Eisenhower. That Eisenhower matrix. Yeah, I, I kept searching the wrong way. Um, so if you're like a visual person, this might help you kind of categorize things in a way that... Yeah, and it, and it says, okay, screaming baby. That's like urgent and... <laughs> right? And hobbies are something that's really exciting and interesting, but not, not urgent. Yeah. Right, yeah. So there's... As I'm looking at this way to do this, and then the big things that do decide, delegate, and delete. Right. Yeah. Which if you're the boss, sure. you can delegate. Now, if you're a first year college student, I don't know that you can delegate a lot. Maybe you so delegate you, it to yourself later in time. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it, uh, that is the urgent, but not important mm. is the delegate. Well, but, so I think part of this problem too would be, well, how do you decide what's urgent and not important? You know, like that takes yeah. practice, right? Yes, that's yeah. true. And, and I mean, I think this is a great place to start for sure, but you're just going to, probably going to fall on your face a few times and you might have to take a couple of zeros or whatever before you kind of figure that out. You're not going to immediately yeah. be able to decode it right away, but Those are, I, the, the way I think of that, and I don't know if this is helpful to a first year student anymore <laughs> is I, I look urgent, but not important. If, if I can answer this request with an email that says, ah, that's a real problem. I'm going to have to look it up and get back to you. Mm -hmm. Right. That's urgent, but not important. If that answer would suffice and the person would be satisfied that I'm going to go look it up. That's urgent, mm -hmm. but not important. Right. Yeah, that works. Delegate to another time as opposed to another person, as you were saying. Right. right. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> 
Uh, I want to circle back a little bit to, you know, we talked about, you know, some, some strategies and how do you tell, but then, so which classes are most important, but how do I tell within a class? What is it? <laughs> naturally? Uh, actually for me, it's almost never my class. Uh, how do I tell within a class? What is most important? So well, I'm a first year student. I'm freaking <laughs> out, man. I'm in, I'm in Mr. Highland's class. <laughs> how do I, how do I prioritize? Mr. Highland or Dr. Highland? Well, I, I'm assuming I'm in your class. Oh, okay. Oh, the other Highland. The other Highland. <laughs> just, that's regular Mr. Highland. Yeah. That's right, right. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. Sometimes that's uh, as easy as looking at the point values. If we're still right. doing points on our syllabus. Um, or, or weights, percentages or whatever. Percentages, weights, yeah. percentages. Yeah. And sometimes it's spelled out pretty well with that weighting and saying like, hey, summative assessments and, and the midterm and the final are the most important things. Okay, good. I'm not going to worry about that. I'm going to study today's work today so that I can do well on the midterm, right? Right. Well, I think you're kind of in something which, which I was thinking about was that you know, if you come in to say my calculus-based physics, you're like where did my grade kind of live? It lives in those four exams. That's going to be 60% of your grade with you know, another 20% from the homework. So 80% of your grade comes from homework and exams. So got to do well in exams. But if that's all I focus on, the exam, I don't worry about homework, then the exam's going to, going to be a problem. So one thing is to is to think about okay this project is a big deal great let's break that down a little bit you know it, is there aspects of this project which are going to be uh coming up in steps is there work that i should be doing as i'm going and to remind myself of that you know as i'm going it's like all oh, right yeah oh that big project's coming up ah, i should really do a little something on that you know because i can't do it the night before yeah <laughs> Right. I just sat in the writing center with like tutors who were talking about how they work best under pressure. No, they don't. No, I know. I tell them that they're lying to themselves, but they don't believe me. I mean, it's work best at, or work. They work, yeah. <laughs> they work under that's pressure. Just, I, mean, I think that's just a, um, everybody has to be the hero in their own story. That's a rebranding of their own life story for them to be able to say like, I get the most done after I've procrastinated and procrastinating is not, I, you know, you've read a couple of studies now at this point that say like, Oh, procrastination is great. And it is sometimes it's good when you, you set it off a little ways so you can think about yeah. how you're going to attack, you know? Um, and then there's the, when you're at 5.00 AM trying to finish your paper, that's a problem. Right. So, yeah. Well, I don't know. And I think that's just part of like, sort of the college like myth too is that oh you pull all-nighters and get these things done at the very last minute and some people do it's not good it's not good for you or your grades um, but they seem to think that that's the way to do it and really breaking it down the way that Peter described you know and doing a little bit at a time is going to save so much sleep and anxiety in the long run I don't know. I mean, I, I, at the same time though, I did, I had to grow into that. Uh, by my fifth year of undergraduate, I was able to, you know, chop it up and say, I have 5,000 words due. Uh, so I'm going to write just two paragraphs. Oh, did we lose again? <laughs> I think we did. I think okay. he was going to write just two paragraphs a day. <laughs> right. You know, 
Um, Which is a good strategy, right? And I try to like set my students up so that they can't do it all in the night before, especially like with writing. Yeah. Um, but they will still try to do that little bit that I assign them the night before. So at least right. it's not the whole thing, I guess. Yeah, I mean, doing it is the hardest thing for me to be doing things a little bit at a time. Not back again. Okay. I finished your sentence for you. So that was good. Okay. <laughs> and I was saying it's, it's the hardest thing for me to do things a little bit at a time and to look at, you know, I am, I'm a co-chair of a committee and I, and so I'm not just having to show up and, and do the work. Uh, one of my committees, I, I just have to show up and do the work. And there's plenty of work to do. The other one, I have to actually decide what needs to be done and to set that up so that the rest of my committee members can, do the do the stuff that we need to do and so being like oh yeah i really gotta i gotta draft a plan you know today and then send that out to people so that that we can decide that's that's difficult for me you know it's not something where it's just like you become an adult and pow <laughs> you know I'm, I'm on top of all the things you know it takes it takes practice and it kind of takes surrendering to the things I have to do. Well, and I still mess it up, right? I still sometimes forget to put something in my calendar or Mm -hmm. I lose track of time or, you know, I I, turn in my syllabi late, even though I had them ready at the time. Right. You know, it just, it happens. So like learning from that and letting those little things go, that matters too. Right. And and for me, this, especially for this, as this co-chair position, you know, it's, kind of surrendering to the things I have to do that I have spent, it feels like I've spent so much of my uh, young adult and, you know, uh, 20s trying trying to avoid the tasks and the responsibilities that I have, uh, which <laughs> yeah. I get, right? Because that has been me and is still me to a large extent. But the times are like, this is just a thing I have to do. I'm not in the mood to do this. I am not confident that I'm going to do it well, but I'm going to just give it 15 minutes. And yeah. I'm going to try to do something here. And usually I feel better after I do it and I'll work for more than 15 minutes. Right. Um, so that's, and that's really, as I recall, it's really hard to do in college because it's like all the new things, all the new people, all the fun stuff to do. And right. Then to be all like, yeah, just surrender to your responsibilities. <laughs> no. Surrender to your responsibilities. You sound like a, a wise, a wise man. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know about that. Res- yeah, you know, this is what it felt like to me. Like when I was earlier this week, I was like, oh man. Fine, I'll do it. Yeah. Fine, I'll, I'll do what I'm getting paid to do. So right, exactly. I, I can recall listening just even maybe it was a week ago to a, a, a person who, um, saying the same thing saying like yeah i don't i don't hold this person was saying i don't hold much to this idea of motivation i have a a job to do and i and even on days when i don't want to i i go and i take care of it and i push through and yeah you feel better at the end of it um but basically just pushing through even when you're feeling uncomfortable just sitting with that uncomfort feeling and moving ahead with what you have to take care of and that that to me was real inspiring um and motivating similarly we actually had a guy who does improv come and do a little workshop for us with the faculty uh, Mm. which 
Huh. My expectations were super low, but he was phenomenal. Oh, <laughs> so awesome. set the bar high. Okay. Yeah, he's, 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 he set the bar for all improv super high now. Uh, I don't know if I can go to any. <laughs> but he was saying like, artists is like, you know, I'm an artist. And he's like, so what you're really saying is you're lazy. I don't want to do that because I'm an art. And you're like, I can't do that. I'm an artist. It's like, no, in our lives, we just have to do stuff. <laughs> you know, if you're, what you're really saying when you use an excuse like that, uh, he was saying is that you're, you're lazy. You just don't want to do it. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't, no shade to artists, any listeners who are artists. <laughs> I'm not saying you're lazy, you know? Um, but if I was all like, yeah, they're gone already. But if I was to be like, yeah, I don't really do that. I'm a professor. Right. Oh right. Oh my yeah. gosh. Right. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. You guys have a good. One. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll have better bandwidth now. Yeah, you're right. When when you're using that as the excuse, you're right. If because yeah. again, we had already discussed about if what the real excuses are. The real excuses are very short. You know. Oh, right. I'm a or I'm a classical or I'm a, you know, this or that, it becomes this like fallback or it can be not always, but it can very easily be used as like a proxy for like, I don't want to do that. Right. Yeah. I don't want to do this thing. Like I'm a, uh, right. I'm a scientist. I don't want to take this intro music listening course because. Right. Um, and, and it's, it's a, a different thing than I don't want to, or I'm not able to, or I'm not allowed to like, those are easy, short, uh, solutions right you're not allowed to okay you're not allowed right that kind of thing you know versus honest i don't want to hey everyone understands what's going on here right and that's i so so often with you know teaching um elementary or middle school when you get when you just ask questions and let the student answer them you get to the bottom of why this homework wasn't turned in or why this assignment wasn't finished during class. You know, why wasn't, why didn't you raise your hand? Why didn't, you know, and it, it, uh, it sometimes will come down to, well, I didn't, I didn't want to like, oh, okay, that's, that's great. I know how to fix that. <laughs> right. <laughs> if, if you didn't understand it, if if you didn't learn it, I know how to fix that too, but it's a different solution. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, if we're, I'm, I'm sure we, everyone, even everyone who's listening has run into it many times or it's all like, ah, uh, you know, blah, blah. Like, oh, well, here, really solve that problem. Well, blah, 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 blah. So, oh, you like, you just like three, four times you're going through this thing where it's like, yeah, the problem isn't actually that you had a problem that you need me to solve. You just didn't want to do it. And you don't want to tell them. Right. And then we're playing that game called yeah, but. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. Anything you come up with, I'm going to come up with yeah, but. Exactly, exactly. And, and then we're having a really fun back and forth. And we need to that, turn that script back around and say, tell me how I can help you out. What would you like to do about this? When, when is a, a reasonable time to expect this assignment to be completed? And when you lay that back on the student in, in the high school level, I don't know about college, but when you lay it on the student in high school level and they'll say, can I get it to you on Wednesday next week? Yes. Turn it in. Done. Yeah. Next problem. <laughs> okay. So we're just about out of time. So I have, I have a certain amount of recording time. Ah, <laughs> so, uh, there we go. So super quick. Uh, try to have perspective before you start doing all the things. Uh, come up for breathers so that you can see what's uh, what's important and then plan accordingly and check back, check back, 
check back and put that into your schedule uh, so that you can have that reminded uh, regularly. Okay. Yeah. Always spinning. Well, thanks everybody for, for listening. Uh, if you have a question for me, you can reach me on Twitter. I'm at Dr. Hyland, D-O-C-T-O-R-H-Y-L-A-N-D, or send me an email, peter.o.hyland, H-Y-L-A-N-D, at gmail.com. All right. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye.